Okay guys, today's topic is a little bit more on the cell. I'm going to make you watch a crash course that goes over all of the organelles and their functions and I'm gonna ed puzzle it. The reason why I'm doing this is that we have found this unit test is the worst scoring of all unit tests. Doesn't matter whether you're in AP bio, IB bio, freshman bio, you all think that because you've had this before in junior high, that you know this. And so then you don't study it. You don't take the time to look at it. So I'm gonna force the issue. So even though all of the organelles and their structures are in this PowerPoint and in this lecture, I'm gonna make you again watch it and do the Ed Puzzle for it, just to ensure that you truly do have the information. When we do the test, you're gonna to have to know the difference between a prokaryotic cell and a eukaryotic cell. The main difference here is that eukaryotic cells have membrane-bound organelles. IB loves to make you guys do um, the labeling of an electron micrograph, which is a little more confusing than an artist rendition of a cell. But when you do it on a prokaryotic cell, which is the one I see most common, what you need to realize is it's gonna be a three or four point question, usually on paper two in the essay. And when you look at this, you can do the cell wall, draw a very careful arrow pointing to the outside of the cell. We know that's where the cell wall is. You can do the cell membrane, draw a very careful arrow to the inside of that cell wall. That's gonna be your cell membrane. There's two points. Cytoplasm is all of the cell filler. There's three points. Any dot that you can identify, that's a ribosome. There's four points. This circular region is your naked DNA or your mesosome or your nucleoid region. All of those would get you a point. So even though it looks complicated on a micrograph, it really is easy points if you think about it. These guys are the simplest of all life forms. We think they were the first life forms to develop and they are tiny. So they're about one micrometer in length. We call these the lab rats of science. It is the most studied organism um, when we look at E. coli because it reproduces quickly, doesn't take a lot to keep it in a lab, um, and it's got DNA that we can look at very easily. Again, not gonna go over the structures and the functions because you're gonna get it on the crash course. It is here as well, but you do need to know this stuff inside and out. Binary fission is the process where prokaryotic cells reproduce. It is essentially mitosis. So they're gonna double everything just like a cell would in mitosis, and then they're gonna pinch off and you have two daughter cells. The daughter cells are identical to each other. So it's essentially a cloning. This allows them to reproduce very, very quickly. This is beneficial um, evolutionarily because they can put out a ton of bacteria and kind of take over an ecosystem very quickly. But the downside to that is that they are all clones. So if the environment changes, they all die equally fast. Um, they can do sexual reproduction and they do that through conjugation. They basically build a cytoplasm tube between two prokaryotes and they swap some DNA back and forth. Video here to watch. Make sure you guys are watching these embedded videos. Eukaryotic cell, the big thing here is that it is larger than a prokaryotic cell, obviously larger than a virus. These things have membrane-bound organelles and the main membrane-bound organelle is a nucleus, but also 
um, chloroplasts and mitochondria and Golgi, all of these are membrane bound as well. And none of those things are present in a prokaryotic cell, but they are present in a eukaryotic cell. And we divide our eukaryotic cells into plant cells and animal cells. The difference is that animal cells are gonna have a large central vacuole for water, and they're gonna have chloroplasts so that they can do photosynthesis. Here is our ultrastructure of a liver cell. A liver cell is just like any other cell. They just pick liver cell as the one that you need to know. It has all of the organelles that you've been exposed to since, you know, sixth grade. Again, you need to know the organelle, the structure, the function. These are going to be in that video that you have to watch and do the Ed Puzzle for. I want to point out this chart. Often in IB exams, they ask you compare and contrast questions. These are not essay questions. I mean, it shows up in the essay, but really you just make this chart. Anytime you see a chart on one of my lectures, memorize that chart. That is going to be your points for some IB question further down the road. So when you look at a chart like this, you're comparing and contrasting a prokaryotic cell and a eukaryotic cell. You want them in a chart because whatever you say for the prokaryotic cell, you have to say something for the eukaryotic cell. So if you look at here, the feature is the DNA. Prokaryotic cell, it's naked. Eukaryotic cell, it's in a nucleus. Protein synthesis, the ribosomes. In prokaryotes, they're 70S. In eukaryotes, they're 80S. Um, by the way, if you haven't picked up, IB likes to throw out random facts that you would think you wouldn't need to know at this level, but this 70S versus 80S will also sometimes show up in multiple choice questions. So memorize that. Respiration, prokaryotes, they do it on their cell membrane and eukaryotes, they're doing it on their mitochondria. So you need to be able to say something for the prokaryotic, something for the eukaryotic, put it in a chart. If you really wanna write me an essay like with sentences, which I'm not a huge fan of, make sure that in the same sentence you mention the prokaryotic and the eukaryotic. What will lose you all the points on this question is if you just list things for prokaryotic and you just list things for eukaryotic and they're not really compared apples to apples. Um, you're gonna have to compare and contrast a plant cell to an animal cell. Again, you're gonna make a chart. Whatever you say for the plant cell, you have to have a statement for the animal cell. So when we talk cell barrier, in the plant cell, it's a cell wall and a cell membrane. In an animal cell, it is only a cell membrane. In chloroplast, it's present in the plant cell, absent in the animal cell. Vacuole, large, permanent in the plant, small, temporary in the animal, yada, yada, yada. Make sure you look at this chart. We've already done this portion of the lecture, so I'm gonna skip ahead because I wanna do a couple more slides here. And let's see here, origin of cells. I just wanna hit this up real quick. Cell theory. Cell theory is three statements that basically tell us what we know about cells. We know that every living thing that we have ever identified to date is made of cells. Does that mean that every living thing we will ever discover is made of cells? No, it just means right now on planet Earth, everything that we know as living has cells. We know that cells are the smallest unit of life, that we can have a single cell live independently out in the world and survive and reproduce and do all of those things that living things do. 
We also know that cells only come from pre-existing cells. So we know you have to have a cell to get a cell. Um, we know that our knowledge of cells has increased with our technology. So as our microscopes have gotten better, we learn more and more about cells. This all started in 1590 when the first microscope came about. And in 1665, Hook notices these things in cork. Um, he refers to it as a cell because a monk's cell, which is a monk's room, was empty and barren. And what he saw under the microscope was empty and barren. In 1838, Schleiden says, hey, look, all the plants I've ever looked at are made of cells. And it takes them a year and another scientist, Schwann, to say, hey, so are animals. And then in 1855, Verschwell says that all cells come from other cells. Um, spontaneous generation. This is a, the idea that we originally thought that life just popped up. Um, like, wow, we got life, and I don't know how it came about. Pasteur um, is the first one that did the experiment. He used um, bone broth, and Reddy did it with meat. And basically, this is they figured out that you need to cover your leftovers. Because if you don't cover your leftovers, wow, life magically appears. Now flies are laying eggs on your leftovers, and that's how you're getting life. But if you cover your leftovers, nothing lays eggs on it, and nothing grows. There are some exceptions to our idea of cell theory. The first one is that theory of knowledge, right? How do we get cells if we didn't have cells? So cell theory cells that only cells come from cells, how do we get the first cell? It's like the chicken or the egg question. Um, viruses are a question here. So when we talk about viruses, viruses, we really don't consider them living things because they can't do a metabolism without being inside a cell. Um, we know that there's this surface area to volume ratio that should limit the size of the cell, but we have some things that violate that, like giant um, algae. We know that there really should only be one nucleus in a cell, but we've got things like multinucleated striated muscle, say that 10 times fast, and um, fungal hyphae that have multiple nucleus. And then there's this endosymbiotic theory. This is the idea that you had one prokaryotic cell over here and another one over here, and this one ate this one. And this one could do cellular respiration on its membrane. And when this one ate it, it went, dude, symbiotic relationship. I'll give you the raw materials, you give me sugar or ATP. Um, same thing happened with a chloroplast. And the evidence behind this is that prokaryotic cells are gonna do the processes of um, photosynthesis or cellular respiration on their cell membrane, just like a mitochondria and a chloroplast. We think this happened about two billion years ago. Um, current evidence, we have sea slugs that eat algae and then basically hijack the photosynthetic cells and start doing photosynthesis. Kind of cool photosynthetic sea slugs. That's it for today. Um, and we will move on with cell division next time you watch.